Hello and welcome back to the Bring Mip podcast. Hi. Hello. Uh, so back to film first. Uh, this is what another one. I think there's not been many of these that I haven't actually heard of beforehand. Potentially. Really? It, I haven't heard of this. Might have been cluttering at the back of my brain somewhere, but nothing, you know, nothing central. Oh, wow. um, I would have at least heard of it. Um, yeah, no, no, not really. Um, it was quite a, one of the most popular real foreign language films it's, of all time. It's because of Henry's disdain for other cultures. That's why he hasn't heard yeah, of it. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, yeah, you both watched it. I'd imagine this isn't this. this yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What was the comparison? I imagine you probably watched this not when you were really young, but because it's I, like, I suppose a bit of fantasy film. I don't know. I, I saw this for the first time properly when I was like ooh, 14, but I remember seeing bits of it when I was like seven, when my sisters were watching it in the front room. And I remember being like really, really scared of it. Mm-hmm. I think the bit where um, the fawn is, comes and sees her at nighttime, you know, she's in bed. Yeah. That bit, right. I remember see- I remember walking in and seeing that bit and having like nightmares of the fawn like hovering above my bed at night. So but He's a nice fawn. He is, but I didn't know that. There was no context for me, and he looked really scary. To be fair, for the majority of the film, you thought of thing like, is he nice? He's quite, amb- mm. quite ambiguous, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Um, so, Justin, in, com- in comparison to when you first watched it, how did your opinions both change? Um, I think I enjoyed it more, to be honest. Because I think I was like 13 when I first watched it, and... When you're 13, you're just like, oh, sick, like cool little like fantasy film. But where, where's we, I need? I want more fantasy. There's not, there's not enough fantasy in this. Mm. And now, when you watch it now, you're like, actually, I think the bits outside of the fantasy world are just as good as the bits inside the fantasy world. I think it's just as compelling. And the El Capitan was a very good villain. Mm, he was very I, scary. I, yeah. I thought it was just as compelling and just as interesting as all the fantasy bits. So I think I, I've overall enjoyed it more. Uh, this um, this is like right up my my street. This film, I love like mm. fantasy films, and when they like twist it and make it dark, it's mm. even better. I think. I think this is like a perfect sort of adult fairy tale. Mm. And um, you love Spanish Civil War films too. Well, the thing is, I actually do quite like history around the Spanish Civil War. Mm. I, I probably oh, haven't spoken well. to you. I haven't spoken to you about it before because it's a bit of a boring thing to talk about <laughs> with your friends. I, I do, I do quite like that area of era of history. So that definitely tickled my pickle. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> but uh, I think like the costume design, the set design, everything yeah. around it is just amazing. Like yeah, it's but- so well done. The designs of the creatures, I genuinely think, are some of the best, like, ever. He's got such like, a, um, like, the way his creatures look, uh, they're yeah. similar in most films, aren't they? Like, with the weird sort of protruding foreheads yeah. and the runes and the weird ears. Um, I don't like, know who does the animatronics of it, or or is it, it's animatronics, isn't it? It's, it's like actual um, uh, practical. It's got, it's got Doug Jones in suits for some of it. Right, okay. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But yeah, some of it obviously is like CG or like animatronics, but the like mm. a bit that really got me and made me realize how much I love the design. You know, the bit with the pale man. Oh, like when, yeah. when he's like chasing after her, I'm just like, wow, this is really cool. And then it like shows his legs, and his legs are just so weirdly like 
like it looks like someone cut them out of paper. They're like so thin and like mm. weirdly shaped, but it's just such a good design. And I think it's just very it helps create that sense of like creepiness and eeriness. So mm. aged well then for you two. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think even the C- some of the CG I think aged very well. I think the fairies and like the praying mantis thing. I think that looked really good. The big frog, you could see <laughs> you could see the age in that one a bit. But I think for the majority of it, even the CG has aged very well. Yeah, apart from the little scene at the end, the scene at the end, the scene at the end was quite bad CG. Yeah. But I think that's to be expected. That didn't really yeah. bother me. I can't imagine it had an incredibly high budget. This film. It was his second one, wasn't it? And he did Hellboy before this. Did he? Yeah, he did Hellboy. The two Hellboy films are on either side of this film. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've seen I've seen The Devil's Backbone, which is his first one, mm. which is mildly similar. It's also set yeah. in um, the Spanish Civil War. You love you. You love Spanish Civil Wars. Oh, I was God, joking. Yeah. My, my top Civil my Wars. Things this, in the world. This to be top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, how would you both rate the film? Uh, I think this, for me, is like a perfect fantasy film. Uh, And it's not just the fantasy elements, like Tom said. Mm. The real-life elements are interesting as well. The characters are good. Um, And I was thinking to myself, partly, I think maybe because it's in Spanish, it sort of adds to the mystique of it, maybe just because of how they're speaking in a weird way. It just makes it even more of like a fairy tale for me. Um, when they say El Capitan, I was just like, oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think this is like a nine for me. There's not, I didn't find, there wasn't a lot wrong with this. I haven't given a lot of films on film first, like a nine, but this is really I high. I thought you were going to give it a ten there, to be honest. Yeah, nah, yeah. ten, I don't do tens a lot. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I love. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 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 um, <laughs> We said to <laughs> that, that, that sentence that sentence yeah, just carry on. I don't <laughs> do tens. <laughs> um I'd probably give it a nine, I think. Maybe like an eight point seven five. But I'd I'd round it up to a nine. Um I think yeah, I think it's one of the best looking um like fantasy films of all time. I think the character design, like the fawn and the pale man, I think are two of the most interesting looking like fantasy characters we've ever seen and i'd have loved i'd love to see more of like the he must have had more designs he had in ideas for this film and i'd love to see them mm. you, um, you can get yeah, them in like the devil's the devil's backbone and, and the mm. shape of water if you want to see other yeah. stuff like and hellboy 2 and hellboy 2 the hellboys are good films they actually are they're, i think they're very underrated yeah for sure I haven't what seen Nightmare Alley really? yet, though. I started watching Nightmare Alley. It's not anything like these two, to be honest. It's good, but it's not. It's not like mytho- mythological. Yeah. And Pacific Henry, what Rim, did you I think? I did that. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, hate this part. Yeah. So I. Yeah. Uh, again. Okay. I, you I, hated I, it, didn't you? No. 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 I didn't hate. Oh. It. I did hate it. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I've elevated it to a 7.5 uh, <laughs> overnight. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> no, it's, carry on, they sorry. were just doing like a first generation T-Rex war from the films. <laughs> <laughs> right, Every time was... you do that, your mic just crumbles. 
Mm. So yeah, justifying it, justifying it. Uh, right. So you can't justify I was, this. I was literally, I was literally scripting my rant around about the sort of. Um, okay, so what happened is I watched about fifty minutes of it. Uh, then I went to bed. I was shattered, and then I next, well, literally last night, obviously. I watched like sort of the remaining just under an hour, I think it was. Um, and I think five minutes in, I was like, oh my God, I'm it's literally... It's a two hour long I'm... film, actually, Henry. So if you watch 50 minutes, you might have had over an hour. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was literally, I was literally like typing out my rant. I was going to talk like how nonsensical it was. It was literally so weird. It was so weird. And I don't, I think it was actually for such a and long that's... time, I just didn't get what was happening. Yeah. And I was so confused as to why everyone had said it was such a good film did you have subtitles on yeah 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 <laughs> that's a that's a great little thing to check i in just on, don't though. understand it <laughs> <laughs> why are they speaking english <laughs> yeah okay right so it was around about i think the turning point for me was around about the pale man scene because i found i remember thinking despite that obviously looking like oh it's aged well it's aged very well in fact actually but it's still aged so for someone watching it for the first time in 2022 with the effects we have now, it was still bizarre, but it was good. It was like a really good design, and I was, it was a tense scene. bit ridiculous, but tense. Yeah, she just um, shouldn't have eaten the grapes. It's easy. I yeah. haven't eaten any grapes today. <laughs> it's should have you himself. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, Tom would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> it would have um, been like, no. fairies would have survived. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay, right. So yeah, I, the fairy bit, like that bit, I, I I was barely following it. I think at that point, I didn't really understand what was going on. And then uh, I think what made it start to make a bit more sense, I think, was when I started to wonder if it was real or not. Mm. I think there was a little point w- with the with the root, like the what was it, the thing that wanted to be human, Man- wished to be human, Mandrake. Yeah, as soon as I started questioning whether this was all in her head, and I was like, oh, okay, that's quite an interesting thing to have revealed quite late in the movie. Mm. And I don't know if I should have noticed it earlier, but that was the point I thought, started thinking about it. Um, but then all the... Is it El Capitino? Is that how you say it? El Capitan. El Capitan. That, yeah, he was unbelievable. He was like a sort of a 4.5 out of 5 villain sort mm. of thing. Like, he was... He was so interesting and cunning. Uh, like, I love the fact that as soon as, as that was another turning point, it was when he noticed when he did the whole lock thing where he put the key in the lock and then pulled it. Yeah. There wasn't any like really heavy, like patronizing way of showing what it worked out. He was just giving the audience the, um, the sort of the confidence that they'd yeah. work out. And I like that. Sometimes they're a bit only finds the little antibiotics bottle as well in the doctor's case and he's just like well this is the same one we found in the forest but like he doesn't need to say it he just looks at it and then takes it and we have to figure it out but i mean yeah yeah obviously obviously he was like he exuded such an evil vibe it was it was Mm. it was unbelievable um you remind me of carrie grant i don't i'm not even 100 percent sure that is he's an old hollywood actor not like in terms of who he was acted, not like in terms of looks. Terms of, yeah, he looked very much like him. He yeah, looked he does like he should be in a fifties film. Um, yeah, so I think it was around about that point, and and also when I read online, I like I read online about okay, so what was the point of that? Because there was obviously going to be more to it. It was never just going to be a surface level film. It's going to be one of those things where mm. 
people research stuff after about what the point of it all was. Yeah. And that's when you start being really in tune with what it was trying to do. And that elevated it like a good star. I mean, mean, a half a star out of five, a whole star out of ten, that kind of thing. Um, Because that I I quite enjoyed. Did you do you know about all that? I assume you do. Like the hot. Okay, so it's like it's like it's like the 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 teaching is like about conformity and um, a lot of the things that she did was yeah I yeah I didn't like necessarily pick up on that parallel just watching the film. Maybe Um, you need to. um, It might have helped if you knew the context of the Spanish Civil War a bit more because I think that has that plays a role in yeah. Yeah, I knew vir- yeah, virtually nothing about that. So that was a bit more interesting when you worked out that her whole sort of illogical fantasy world was just a tiny little mini play on the outside of it. All. Yeah. Um that was that was quite that was interesting. Um a Bridge to Terabithia. Mm, it was Although... it, it had so many similarities. The fantasy element had so many f- similarities in in my head. Yeah. to like spirited away where it was just intriguing but I just almost had I didn't have much patience for it. It was intriguing, but not for like ages. For well, me, I saw most in it, and I think, I think it's more just influence than it's actually based on it. But it was very Alice in Wonderland for me. Yeah, because yeah. she yeah. even the first time she wears that dress, it's like a like apart from the color, it's basically a spitting image of the dress that um, Alice wears in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, and, and the door is like oh, she, yeah, literally the crawling, yeah, crawling. Through, yeah, it was very that. But I mean, there wasn't that many other than there were like there weren't that many relations between them other than those. But yeah, just I thought it was a cool little. Thing. It was a, it was an extremely brutal film for for a oh, fifteen. Yeah. By the way, very I was brutal. thinking if it was a bit more often. I feel like if it was an eighteen, they'd have they'd have they'd have just rinsed it and milked it, and they'd have mm. just done more violence than necessary. In reality, it was like a 15 watt because it had the same violence, but a lot less. Yeah, the bit like where they caved the guy's face in, I was just, Ugh, I, didn't, yeah. I, didn't remem- I didn't remember that. And I was fully like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's the that torture was... as well. The torture element, yeah. you don't have that in 15s usually. Yeah. That was yeah. um, a, a great way to just suddenly show you what a horrible character he was. Yeah. I, I think you had an inkling of it already, but that sort of cemented yeah. your, your mm. thoughts on him. I thought the bit where he had to chop the guy's leg off was a bit overly grotesque. Like, it, you know, yeah, and they didn't even show could, that much of it. Yeah, but then they, they could have just they could have just cut away before he cut into the leg. Yeah. But it was like, let's just show a bit of cutting into yeah. the leg. Then they can you like, Yeah, you got like a quarter of the way through and then cut. And like, I didn't need to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what when you say you didn't really understand what was going on, Henry? What what specifically did you not get? I don't know if this was because I already knew the story. But I felt like it was pretty obvious what was going on. I don't know if Tom well, agrees. The whole fantasy element up until I think it was maybe. In fact, I, I can't remember what point it was, but there was a turning point where I actually sort of latched on to the whole. Um, oh, you need to do these tasks so that you, you can be a princess in a kingdom. I just did didn't you get not, that at first. Did, but. Would you think it's because you were tired? Because I'm pretty sure the fawn goes through that at the start and sort of explains the whole thing to her. Yeah. When she first it, walks it down. Have, it might have just, I think I just assumed because it was like a, because it just came out of nowhere, like a fever dream. I just kind of assumed it was gibberish. And so I probably wasn't like. <laughs> <laughs> even, right, even, did you do kind of get what I mean by that? It was like the, it was just fantasy out of nowhere. Yeah. And like, even, I was not going to like take a, a plot seriously. Like, I don't know what it was. I think it was that. 
even ignoring that, the first like twenty seconds of the film is someone going, "Yeah, this prince princess in the yeah. underworld." escaped and then died but they say she's going to come oh. back in a different body with different memories yeah right the problem with that and i'm not going to go into detail for obvious reasons but the captions for the first 10 attempts the captions were very very bad and okay. i think i may have just glossed over that part as soon as i found good captions. Okay, so that, okay yeah that's literally the first like <laughs> it's just like right. in the under it's just like in the underworld the king lost his daughter and she went up and then like died and then they said she was going to be reborn but she without all memory of like her life before and like in a different right. body that's so yeah. funny that, that him trying to watch it online has framed his view of the whole film. <laughs> so good. And just like, why would they not explain this? <laughs> I, I did. I, I, <laughs> part, of what, part of what I actually came to like was the fact that I wasn't sure if it was real or not. And that That's kind it. of... I still, I still, think, by the fact that, I like, still think the film doesn't really show you if it's real or not. Yeah, because the, the the monument and stuff is definitely there, isn't it? And all yeah. of the markings on the wall are there. It's just yeah. that the captain can't see it. But then maybe that's because he's not in tune with the magical yeah. realm like she like, is. Like even at the end when she, you see her go to see her family, and the the mum like the queen is played by the same person who played her mum, and mm. then she's carrying a baby. How would she get, then it cuts? How would she have got out, like, out of the room that was locked? What? How would she have got out of the room that was locked? You know, she drew a door in the room and got out. I mean, okay, well, let me finish the point I was making before mm-hmm. you, you confuse me. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that bit specifically, the fact that it was played by her mum and her brother was there, which wouldn't make any sense for why the king would have those two. But then it cuts from that of her seeing her family again to her dying. I'm just mm. like in my head. I was just like that is the like final hallucination of a dying girl trying to accept that she's about to be killed. Yeah, and it didn't make sense to me that she would see these things in the underworld before she'd even died. Mm. And was I see to... what you mean. There's a few things in there that make me think that yes, it is. It is real because obviously her mum gets better when the Mandrake is there. Yeah. And I don't. She could have been getting there anyway. Yeah, but then the second it's burnt, she starts dying again. So yeah, that uh, it was because she was given obviously the... the door as well. Yeah, the door was the the, the door was like the sole thing. It was like okay, that that literally can only make sense if it was but magical. I, do, I think it is. Obviously, I don't think it's a shock that it's it's supposed to be ambiguous. Yeah. Because point, uh, point is, it was used... immediately it was immediately unambiguous yeah. as soon as the door thing happened. Yeah. But I'd, again, that could have just been where she chalked it up the last time. That could oh, yeah. have been where she where she chalked it the first time when she how went to see got, the pale man. How would she have got out? I don't know. It's a door. No, but I mean, it wasn't a real door, though, was it? Listen, Henry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just enjoyed it when it, was, when it was teetering the line a bit more. That's, that, that was the bit I enjoyed the most. Um, but that um, that bit where he shot her at the end was quite um, quite actually pro- that was probably the most shocking violent bit, just because I was like I didn't actually just expect it to happen, yeah, he, and he it was, was it was out of shot as well. The sun. 
Well, I no, was wondering did, as well. What did she did give him? Is it like poison? I don't think so. Just something like, like sleep relaxant or something like that. Well, it clearly yeah. didn't work very well. He was dizzy for like 20 seconds and then just carried on. Adrenaline. Fatherhood is an intoxicating drug, Tom. I don't know why no. I say that like I know. <laughs> <laughs> you just assume. Yeah, I just assume. Yeah, it's protection. It's, it's, it's like in Peep Show when Mark's like, if you went for him now, I'd kill you. Why did you not just... kill him, by the way? The El, Cap- the El Cap... What's his name? El Capino. El Capitan. El Capitan. Why didn't, why didn't she just kill him? Why did she, like, maim him and then just run off? Um, I, to be fair, would have... In her head, she was probably like, I've stabbed him, like, four times. He's probably dead. Yeah, he's not, he's not getting up from this. Yeah. yeah. And then he did. The yeah. Terminator. He didn't even go into like a little mini, you know, like he didn't even go into shock. It was like it was like minor. Wow. Well, yeah, like, she, sounding... she just wanted to get out of there, mate. You're you're sounding very knowledgeable on murdering at the moment, Henry. It's yeah, a bit you are. He did. She did. He didn't even go into shock. That's one of the key <laughs> stages. They found out Henry was a murderer and the bring him in. Well, thanks for yeah. not murdering me. And me. Well, I did plenty of opportunities, Tom. We were at the pub last night, and you went yeah. to go to the toilet. So. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I, ha- I, I feel like haven't. it would have been hard to get away with that if I went to the toilet, you followed me, and then they found a dead body in there. <laughs> oh, no, I was talking, to, I was talking about like poisoning your drink or something. Oh. oh the, um, the true crimers would love it if an actual murderer had a podcast of their own. That would mm. be like the biggest truth they, they admitted to it on an episode yeah yeah <laughs> so, next netflix documentary within within yeah. the week probably yeah mm. point is it was pathetic gave him a chelsea smile and that was it well she obviously I mean, didn't want to just get out of it maybe she's like oh we're gonna be all maybe sadistic. she's maybe she's not a murderer henry maybe, she's maybe like, she didn't want to kill him i can't i can't kill him yeah surely you at least knock him out or something what with the knife I don't know. Put him in a coma. You, obviously, you, you risk Put him in a coma? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just How go like... How do that? Give, yeah, just give, that, just do, that? You've got to do the sort of strike where you're like, okay, this guy's either, di- either dead or he's going to be... <laughs> he's either dead or he's going to be in a coma for a long time. That's what you've got to do. Okay. You don't just go, oh, let's make it difficult for him to drink whiskey with a plaster on for a bit. Imagine she... He got she to his. Bro- uh, she escaped to her brother, and he was like, "Oh, how did you leave the captain?" She was like, "Don't worry, I gave him the coma strike. He's in a coma." Yeah. <laughs> oh, she literally stabbed him in like the heart, so I think it's fair enough for her to think that he died. And why didn't he die then? I don't know. Shit, blaze, rubbish. This is this short. is a film. This is a film with fawns and pale men. Yeah. Oh, that's and I, fairies. That's a- that's a, such a film fallacy because the science of fantasy it doesn't need to make sense in other ways. Yes, maybe he wasn't. Maybe he wasn't a normal human. Oh, is there a tri- tri- retractable in- knife? Maybe it's a maybe, personification of the devil. May- maybe she stabbed him in what she thought was the heart and thought, "Oh, that'd be enough to knock him out." But yeah. she actually missed the heart because she's not a surgeon yeah. and can't surgically yeah. and got it just above the heart. It. Yeah, yeah. He cut his throat. Oh, God, you just. Such a weapon, aren't you? Yeah. Why do you watch it's films? Leave it, you don't leave it. it. I think that's a very silly thing to question. I don't it, just, it, it just doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. yeah it's because you're blinded. You're blinded by your favourite films. You don't criticise them. 
Do you know, I have you a report. You didn't give it a 10, so. A couple of, this is for all bring emitters out there. I'm going to expose Henry here. A couple of months ago, I was watching The Dark Knight and I put a load of problems with it, like to do with continuity and stuff. And Henry said, don't let stuff like that ruin a great film. So there wow. you go. The Dark Knight? Yeah, The Dark Knight. What you are a hypocrite, Henry Godfrey Evans. There's loads of them. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but if you go back I in the... To, I in do the remember podcast, this conversation, Roy, putting things in there. and You, you can know. you can go back in the podcast chat and read that exact part of it. Okay, I, but they were probably way more obscure than, like, <laughs> yeah, being yeah, yeah. I, stabbing. In The Dark Knight Rises, how does Batman get back into Gotham, Henry? Explain that one to me. He, he um, hitchhiked. Exactly. <laughs> what, into Gotham... Yeah, and they've said if anyone comes in here and leaves, we're going to blow the city up. He hitchhikes into it. Okay, he got the um, there was a spare Batmobile he had outside Gotham because he's very. Oh, of course, naturally. Did it, did it did it turn into a boat? Is that how it, it got in as yeah. well? Yeah, and then, there's, and then there's a ramp. But it was icy, and then, then he glided over the top. The was... It was icy. Yeah, so oh, yeah. he would have <laughs> broke through it. He would have he, had to break uh, through the ice. He got the 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 Batmurski. The Batmurski. <laughs> 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 Wouldn't it just be a bass? <laughs> Is that a Polish gangster? That's what it sounds like. Oh, hey, hey, I'm Batmurski. Right, we've got that accent. Well, that can't be short now. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm Polish. Jesus Christ. Right, so. <laughs> not offensive, is it? It's quite clearly not Polish. <laughs> I think right. that makes it more offensive. So, oh, all right. he, what he does is he, he skis into Gotham. Right, um, he had skis. Why not? When he, when I think he broke out of the, when he broke out of the prison, skis. he had skis, yeah. Less resourceful people than Batman have skis. Right. I would say maybe one in a hundred people have skis. Do you think Batman right. wouldn't be one of them? Where would he, he probably, have got he skis? Would, he, would, he wouldn't have taken them with him to that pit that he was yeah. chucked in by Bane. No, but he probably has them outside Gotham somewhere, like a little base. <laughs> Why? <laughs> a bit of everything, wouldn't you? You'd be like, oh, what if Gotham's so you're compromised? Saying, you're saying Batman... Just in case anything happens ever, he has every single piece of equipment ever made, just in case. You don't need every bit of equipment, Tom. You just need like an eight in one thing, like you right, know, so an eight in one ski. You know, like the sort of thing which is like a knife and a peeler yeah. and a fork and a spoon and a mixer at the same time. He has he has an apparatus that is it can morph into some ski shoes. A surfboard, uh, some sort of turbo vehicle with wheels that pop out of the bit middle. So, and yeah, I think it's time to admit. No. Yeah, you've been found I out. You're hypocritical. I, I have an explanation, which many people are going nodding their head to right now. We, we've we literally given you like four explanations for that one bit of Pan's Labyrinth that you didn't agree with. Now, all of the, all of the explanations are just, oh, she's old, she's rubbish at stabbing. But I could have just that been was not, none of our explanations, and that could be possible because she's not an assassin. Yeah, she's not stabbed people. No, well, she did. She stabbed someone. And he stabbed him. That two. Anyway, I think before. you need to admit that you've lost this one. No? Yeah. And all we could do as well is go back into the the thing and see what Rory brought up for the Dark Knight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just explain. Okay, you do that then. You go and find that. We'll do it after the podcast. We don't need to. Yeah, do this not doing oh, no, that. No, just saying, you know, if you do it in, at all, I'll be impressed. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, well, is that it then? Are we? Like, thanks for coming to the. Right, yeah. Thanks for coming to the Bring a Bit podcast. We've enjoyed Thank having you. you. Um, do let us know in the comment section that we have on like what 
I think there is one comment section on one of these platforms. Yeah. I think Audacity might have one. You know what? Just 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 email us. <laughs> email us saying who was right out of Rory and Tom mm. and Henry. The two versus one. But I probably still I must say it hasn't example. taken much time and I found <laughs> I, I found the examples. <laughs> Henry's Henry's literal um, sentence is please don't let shit like that ruin masterpieces. Oh, but I only hear the shit. I only hear the shit. Alright, how did did they not find all the bombs on the ferry? Why didn't the police get rid of the glass in the Joker's interrogation scene? Uh, And then how did Gordon know to jump in front of the bullet meant for the mayor to fake his death (laughs) when they had no idea that that was going to happen? Fast reflexes. That's not him knowing Commissioner to do Gordon, that, so he mate. can then fake his death. Oh, I no, think I think Roy's made some good points here. Yeah, that's the thing though. But I don't, I don't have a forum behind me. I need a forum. Well, There's definitely some is. genius on the internet who's been like, ah, oh, but no. But like Commissioner Gordon was like, oh, hang on a sec, I've got a bulletproof vest on. I could really make the most out of this opportunity. Right. I think that's um, again. Should we wrap? I think that's a resounding victory. So I think I'll wrap this up. Should we wrap this up? Because this is just perfect. Yeah. 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 Bye. Bye.